welcome to the wacky world of immaterial possession. We found Cooper and Madeline in the middle of the country near Athens, Georgia, just as they're about to release their psychedelicized second album, Mercy of the Crane Folk. What does it all mean? Who knows, but it was fun asking. Making a bunch of fun, fun stuff right now to um, to have at our release show. Of course, some cool props and uh, one of a kind merchandise. <laughs> Good old merch. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're busy bees doing that. Excellent. Well, thank you for taking time to talk to me. Um, so what's the live show like? How many people are playing? What are you, where are you playing at? What's it going to be? Well, we're playing at the, a wonderful historic venue here in Athens called the Georgia Theater, which is it's been around a long time, burned down once. It's a, <laughs> about a hundred-year-old theater. It's nice. Right? And we're, we're playing with Emdu Mokhtar, who's one of our favorite psychedelic guitarists. Right. So we're really excited about that one. Cool, cool, cool. And is it just the two of you, or is the rest of the, there more to, to the, the live band? We actually are going to have um, five members playing, which yep. is exciting. Um, and then also our good friend Shitty Bedford is coming up from his woods to do some okay. interesting shadow puppetry design okay. and performance. So Yeah, we, we have an, some eccentric friends out here in Georgia, so that we're bringing them in to, to do you know something special. So he's going to be doing right. some bizarre shadow puppets and lighting design and we'll have a extra fifth member uh, uh, on rhythm guitar to add some fullness and some cool. chimes and tambourines and yeah all the good stuff so i like to uh, do your friends i'm guessing they might refer to you as eccentric friends as well would that be fair i don't know we're just we're surrounded by like minds, so I don't know. Right. I don't know how that is. It's all just relative all right. here. So, so this is your second album that you've done. When did it start turning into a record for you guys in your minds? Well, in our minds, I guess forever. Yeah, this, this collection of songs has been building up, and so we just, you know, had to get it. And we have other collections piling up. It definitely felt like it was time. It had maybe already been time once we got recording. But, you know, pandemic era was a different style of managing time and conceiving of what you can do and what, you know, right. you to wait for and whatnot. So it actually kind of gave us a lot of extra time to maybe hone in on new vibe, like the new vibe we wanted to go towards or, you know, okay. just spend time. And how would you describe that new vibe? Definitely, it's a little bit more of a, I would say, upbeat situation as compared okay. to perhaps our first album, which I right. noticed because, you know, someone might go to a, a song from the old album and it might be super dreamy and a little bit uh, moody and then think that that's what we are. But I think yep. in reality, it's just always kind of evolving and changing. And the live show is actually fairly different than it was few years ago yeah a little less dramatic and a little bit more um fun and right like uh dance oriented in a way yeah so it's very it is a psychedelic kind of thing were you inspired by some of the psychedelic music of the 60s at all Ugh, not at all 
I hate the 70s. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> ab- we abhor the 60s oh, and the 70s. Um I would say so. I mean, it's yeah. all pretty pretty groovy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Now, how'd you get exposed to it? Because you're a couple of youngsters. But our parents are not. So I think for me, <laughs> that was my direct route, you know, growing yeah, up right. with the good stuff. But also, yeah. you know, a lot of folk, the folk psychedelic 60s mashup, you know. All right. So do you write together? When How do the songs come together? How do you work uh so you kind of work separately together. Sometimes the band member will have kind of a formed vision and they bring it and then we all kind of put our little piece on it. Or we do a lot of, usually we start practice with, with just playing and improv, improving and jamming together and then songs just flow out of that. So kind of both ways, individual and group. And I kind of maybe see that as a part of this new space that we're entering in, whereas I would say our first album, maybe there was a little bit more of, okay, this is this creation I made, bringing into the group, fold, and then seeing what happens. Whereas this new album, and I see the future songs that we're working on is a little bit more like it just appeared as a jam in practice altogether. So a little bit more of a pulling from whatever natural energy is just happening amongst us rather than like my own bedroom, you know, conversation with myself. So, so the title of the record is mercy of the crane folk. So I have several questions just about that. What does that mean? What is What about the song? What about the video? Yeah, the we, we the crane folk made us sign after you know sworn statements where we wouldn't divulge where they live or what okay. they're doing, and so we have it's, to we have know, to keep that mysterious. You got to keep respect the, the, that. Sure, okay. So you guys make the videos yourselves as well, right? We do, we do. We have a lot of fun doing that. Where we we most of us are painters also and do two D right. art and other you know other mediums so you know having this band we get to do all of the different things and filmmaking is one of those adventures right. so we shoot on cool. super 8 most mostly on super 8 and can you still get super 8 film you can you can order it from a few places and right. um yeah for us it's worth the extra effort because it gives it a real specific quality right Yes, I used to shoot Super 8 back in the 70s. I was from Rochester, New York, which is the home of Kodak. So sure, yeah. yeah. Super 8 all over the place there. But, uh, yeah, we use that Kodak for sure. <laughs> Very good. And I noticed, especially in... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. just going to add, the process of the Super 8 is extremely relieving. Once you get it shot, that's it. There's no yep, yep. second questioning. Um, 
just kind of feels nice to just have a chance to do something and see what happens after that, not worry too much about it. Right, right, right. Now, I was, was going to say, I, just listening to the title track specifically, I heard a little bit, bit of a B-52s vibe in there. And I think they were from Athens, Georgia as well. So I'm wondering, is that Athens scene that happened in kind of, you know, with R.E.M. and all those guys, does that in, are you aware of that? Does that seep into what you do, you think, musically? Um, Did you say the B-52s is what you heard? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we well, we we love them. They're 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 uh, obviously a fantastic fun band, and the the congas that we recorded with and that we have are are bequeathed to us from that lineage. So they're the congas that the B fifty twos had. So yeah, we're. I was gonna say literally, we it does seep into our band because we're playing with these congas that are they're the magical congas. You could see them playing within the seventies, like the very early incarnation of the B fifty twos. Yeah. Yeah, they're very. They're cool. They really hold up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and what's the scene like in Athens other than you guys nowadays? What, what's the musical thing happening? Um, I mean, it's it's always undulating like any place. <laughs> I mean, it's it's getting expensive here, but it's still relatively cheap. So there's there's for how small of a town it is, there's a plethora of artists and musicians. Right. So it kind of it keeps it keeps it sort of fertile here. Alrighty. Now, uh, I don't know if you've signed any affidavits about talking about medieval jug, but uh, I kind of like that tune and the videos. What, what can you reveal about that? Spilling over without a towel that I kind of conceived of in my room in a pandemic era. Um, well, also grief era. It just, it came out of nowhere as most do, written on, you know, classical guitar and right. then just took on the life that it has now. All right. So what well, kind of, um, do you guys have any formal musical training or you just kind of pick up stuff and play around with it? How did you get into it? You know, I don't know if any of us have formal musical training. Uh, I mean, no, I think no, we, I we think all just play by ear. Most of our parents play music too, so I think it's like you know, in the that kind of thing, right? Yeah, the... I mean, Kieran was raised in like the Athens cradle, in which he was just surrounded by so many musicians, and then Cooper and I, our dads are also musicians. And I mean, I think Atlanta, where we came from, there was such like a thriving music scene. And that's really how I consider that I learned or began playing music was just living amongst all of these very creative, beautifully talented musicians right. and artists. And just, yeah, just kind of occurring over time. And what were some of your, what were your first records or your first CDs or your first concerts that you kind of went to? Oh, I guess it depends what era you want to go back to. <laughs> all the way back. <laughs> all the way back. I mean, I, I grew up with like the classics, you know, like the Beatles and right. Joni Mitchell was a big one growing up. Um, right. 
Cat Stevens, you know, that kind of era. Right. And then at, from there, I got really also into Rembetica Greek music um, mm. and like my mid-teens, which was extremely like expansive as well. I can imagine. So, um, yeah, I think that's why our, our group's kind of interesting. I think that we all just come from similar but vastly different styles and yep. interests. What about you, Cooper? Kind of what? Like, old stuff <laughs> what, what did you listen to early on what was your first musical dabbling i mean it's just too much to my 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 dad was big into music so i heard you know he was oh, nice. big in 60s 70s 80s music right. circle so he was playing all those records when i was a kid and um just just you know every, everything right yeah now I see the record and ends with a tune called Red Curtain, which has got a pretty cool guitar solo in it and some keyboards at the end and Madeline is singing away there. So uh, anything you can uh, expand upon on that track? Why is it at the end of the record? I think it's at the end of the record because every time we would play it live at a show in the middle of the set, it would just feel like, oh God, like, how are we going to play another song after this? Yeah, because <laughs> she always does these epic operatic vocals. And so right. it's like naturally had, it's tough to, yeah, like top that or do something else after it. So right. it's a good yeah. ending. <laughs> and who's playing the guitar? That's me. Is it? You're wailing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So when you and do your live shows, is there a guitar written song? Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when yeah, you do she these... writes most of her songs on the classical guitar. Uh-huh. And that's that's how they're... And of course, I mean, we, we have a piano in the house too, but I think they most come out of guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you perform live... Uh, is there much interaction between you and your fans? Do you, do they want to talk to you? Do they want to find out more about you personally? Do you want to find out more about them? How does how, what's that all about? Is there is it like a, a scene between you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess that's what it. You know, when you're playing live, it's all about the interaction between who you're playing for, and hopefully, together you can build into some. You know. Um, higher levels of connection, I guess, is the whole purpose of yep. why we're doing the Right, right, right. In, in, in the ideal scenario. And if it doesn't work, then sometimes it doesn't work. And have you taken the show outside of the States? Have you played overseas much? We, not at all. No, we're eager to, to do that. But yeah, we, we haven't yet. Hoping yeah, have so. to come down, check out New Zealand sometime. It's pretty. Yeah, we'd love to. Place. We always hear about the, the the cheese from New Zealand is supposed to. Be <laughs> we got to get over there to try that. Yeah, there is. A, I can vouch for the cheese. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Very good. Show them our garden. Do you want to see our garden? I'd love to. Okay, okay. we can take you on a little tour. 
Excellent. Oh, we got a wild creature out here too to show you. Yeah, let's see. Here's oh shit. Here's some <laughs> of our that oh, yeah. merchandise we're making. Merch. Okay. <laughs> we have the patio with our wild creatures. Oh, there's a cat. Yeah. And <laughs> let's do this. Here's some of our uh, springtime blooming irises. Very nice. And here's Madeline on our Model T car that we drive around town. <laughs> I love it. Man, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Does it actually run? Yes, yeah, it, it does. Yeah. It it runs. When it runs, it runs. It's so loud, though. You can't hear really anything that's I going can on. <laughs> when it runs, it that's runs fantastic. away. Oh, we got to go to the internet. Get closer. Yeah. You seem almost, because uh, we hear a lot of the news uh, from the States over here, and it seems like the place is just nuts these days. It seems like you're in a little oasis outside of it all. Does it feel like that to you? It kind of does feel like that, you know. Yeah. It's... I mean, if Athens is in no way a perfect paradise, but right. I feel like this little area that we have carved out in our neighborhood where we have friends on all of in all of these houses near us, it's pretty right. close to an idyllic paradise. Yeah. So... And there, yeah, see, we, you know, we walk, you can walk around the neighborhood and you hear various musical brass bands playing and different cool. nice. fun things. Yeah. And Kieran, our bandmate, lives like three houses down. Right. So we just go and have porch jam, dinner, hang yeah. out all the time. It's kind of nice. Oh, well, I'll try to show you this, this sculpture we made, okay. but it might be too far for the internet. We'll see what happens. But... This is. It's holding up. Higher. Oh, look at that. He's a very scary man. So we have this up we, for the neighborhood children to come by and right. have something to talk about. <laughs> I think this might be part of why we keep getting the code called on us. <laughs> I have something similar. Let me show you. This guy here. Oh, excellent. Nice. Uh, Who's that? There you go. <laughs> a guardian oh, of sorts. Yep. It, indeed it is. So, yes, we got all sorts of stuff happening. Great. Very good. Well, it looks like you guys are having a ball out there. I, I'm kind of jealous, even though I am in New Zealand and it is paradise here as well. So, yeah. Uh, Hopefully we'll come and see you guys sometime or you can come and see us. Anytime. Yeah, we'd love to uh, we'd yeah. love to come down there and play some shows. So Absolutely do it. And good luck. So the the record's out tomorrow or today here, so it's all very exciting. Is it on vinyl at all or is it just digital or in it CD? Is on or vinyl. How is it? Yeah, we have of a course. nice apple green transparent vinyl that looks really nice. Yummy. Excellent. All righty. Thank you very much. You guys are lovely spending time with you. You too. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you for Marty. hanging. Okay. We'll see you later. Okay. See you next Bye. Time. Bye.